coming to you live from the box office studios, The Chapman Show, where we're talking about nothing important. Alright, so um, on this episode, we're going to go ahead and start it off on part one um, about coaching in general. Uh, all of us have actually coached at some point. And uh, David, this is David's first year uh, actually coaching. <laughs> and I, I, I want to get the, the little bit of a glimpse and, and let people hear the glimpse of you for your first time ever coaching and then... We'll go through and, and give experiences again on this um, one. We we got our special guest uh, is Coach D, and he's going to probably give some good insight over years of coaching. So, David, go ahead and start it off, brother. So, for my first year in coaching, I, the only reason I got picked for it is because my wife's, like, there was nobody volunteering, and she goes, my husband will do it. <laughs> oh. And I got shafted in that shit. That's what I'm told. So I got volunteered in the fucking coaching. Uh, all because my daughter, at two years old, wanted to do Tiny Tots. They thought it was a good idea to think, hey, do you want to play baseball? And she said, absolutely. And I said, aw, damn. <laughs> so uh, I played with these kids. A lot of them, first years, nothing crazy. Uh there was, I think, two kids played a few uh, a year before this, and they were relatively good. Uh, when it came down to actually coaching the kids, the kids weren't even the problem. It was the parents, man. Like, oh wait, oh man, the oh, parents. Man. They were looking at me like I was some kind of golden god. I was gonna teach these kids how to play some fucking baseball. They were at gonna be three the years fucking, old. Yeah. Two. Come out pro. Two at most of the age guys. <laughs> but they were going to come out, they're going to be all-star pros. They're going to do this shit for a career. Like, yeah, they want Freddie Freeman out there. Yeah, they were looking at me hardcore. I, I like, don't even think Freddie Freeman can make these three-year-olds play good. I, right. I'm telling you, like they were, they were looking at me, and I told, I trying to psychically tell them, like, this ain't, ain't going to happen like that. Right. I'm not, I'm not for this life. This life ain't about me. Uh, but these kids ain't doing bad. So, anyway, in my coaching experience, my one-year experience. Uh, one fall. Our, our, it ain't in full year. Sorry. Yeah. All right. Our, our one fall year. You didn't get to spring yet. <laughs> yeah. our, our kids were the only ones to make an official out. I'll Woo-hoo! give them that. An Woo! official out. Fuck them kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did great there. Other than that, so So, let's move forward. Uh, D... Uh, you've been coaching uh, football for quite some years, um, and, and you, funny enough, you you actually helped me coach baseball for a little while, and it's never never that I kicked you off the coaching staff or nothing like that. You kind of just, ah, y'all, when you need help, let me know, and that was it. But yeah. So, so go ahead and tell a little bit about yourself as a coach, man. I'm, a, I'm, I want to start with, 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 with David, what he had to go through this past fall. Uh, coaching, I mean, there's a lot of good coaches out here, but the parents don't allow them to be good coaches because they see bad in every athletic coach out here when we're talking about youth. I'm not up talking about high school. I'm talking youth sports. They want their kid to be the superstar. 
So they put pressure on the on the uh, coaches to make their kid a superstar. At three and four years old, which is they, what David coached, that's not even playing baseball. That's just familiarizing kids, the, the, the smaller kids, with what right. a baseball is, what a glove is, the bases. It's all familiarizing. Mm -hmm. And he said he had a couple of kids that played before. They was familiarized with bases and gloves and bats. And that's probably why they end up getting at least one out because it's not about points and outs in that at that age group. They learn it, and, and, and as they get older, they get better at it. Well, don't depend on your coach to make your kid a superstar. Go out and work with your kid. Yeah, that's right. Work with Amen. your kid. I did that. My son, I, I didn't never play baseball. I played football and I ran track. But when my son started playing baseball at six years old, I went out and worked with him in our backyard. My son started playing football at five years old. I went out and worked with him in the backyard. Uh, he's still playing football and baseball today. Don't depend on your coach. Now I have a trainer for my son to help him train and getting him a trainer. So so for me, I 100% I agree. I think, I think me and you, D, we've, we've had these talks so many times right. where – it, it is it is literally just that all it took for years and years and years was parents to go work with their kids and they expect us at practices and over only a few months they they expect their kids, kids to, to be, be superstars amazing and it's like hold on I, I'm a volunteer yeah, you know, like yes. I'm, not even, yeah, I'm not even I'm not even I'm not even getting paid to do this shit I just have a passion for this game. I think, you know, me and Rock and, and Mendez, yeah, more than uh, I do. We, we have an actual passion of baseball, so it's easy for us to coach and want to coach or be willing to coach, I think. But um, it, as, as far as these parents, man, we, we D, again, we how we met, I, I want to I bring that up in, in this. How we met was through baseball, and um, I, I'm gonna let D tell the story <laughs> of how we actually met. Well, we was at a uh, uh, we was All Stars that year. We got selected. Our kids got selected to be on the All Star team, and we had a game, a tournament going on, and. Um, I was sitting, one of the other dads brought a cooler with some beer in it. We, me and him sitting there drinking. And I see a couple, a young couple behind us sitting in the bleachers. And one of them just came out and he asked, hey, man, can I have one of them beers? <laughs> and the, the parents we are, we, we, we was on the same team. So, you know, the other parent was like, why not? Here you go. Boom. And then he came back and asked for a second one. I'm like, I'm thinking in my head, wow, he getting greedy. But once I <laughs> once I found out who his son was, I'm like, oh man, basically you can have you want you need some sunflower seeds to go with that beer, <laughs> you know, watching his son play out there. So I mean, it, we was a big family. Uh, a lot of our kids played together for years, and, and we some just of them still do. and they still do today. And they're in high school playing. They in high school playing yep. and still on the travel team together. Yep. Uh, that's 
but it made coaching easy. That made coaching easy for us. When we got new kids on our team, they were the difficult kids. They was the difficult kids on our team was the new ones that joined. Yeah, I, I think, uh, what do you got? I know you got some input. You've actually watched, you know, with, with J.J. and um, Josiah. Um, you, you've watched them play together for a very long time mm -hmm. now. It seems like anyway, because Since they were we, eight, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. We, we eight years old. We play fall, we play spring, and they played football together. Right. You know, like it's it's been a long, long journey to this point, and now these kids, you see them in high school, and Josiah's standing at six one right, right now. It's oh, it's shit. freaking mm -hmm. ridiculous. It's you know? crazy looking at these. Uh, I mean, they're still kids to us, but yeah, they're like little men for real. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I've watched them be coached by both of you guys since eight until now. I mean, they're both almost 16. Mm -hmm. um, and it's definitely a huge thing to watch. Like, you know, when you go out and watch your nephews play baseball, you're like, oh my gosh, it's just so cute, you play. And then, but when they get to that real baseball, man, like, you're like, like fuck damn, yes, this is yeah. some yeah. baseball. Like, yeah. this, that was a good fucking play, yeah. yes. Yeah. Like, it's just so exciting to be able to go to a game and watching them turn these plays and, and being good baseball players thinking like a good baseball player and then you know yeah coaching goes to a certain point and then it and then it goes to that player of how much dedication that player is willing to go willing. to yeah. um especially as they get older it's no longer the coach's job anymore it's that player's job to put up that dedication if they're not going to put that dedication up the coach is not gonna i can't make you put that dedication there i can't make mm -hmm. you come you know, 20 minutes early to get those laps in and then put those reps in and do that. You know, that's when that shows and that's, and that shows in your plays that shows in that field time that shows in every game you start. Right. Um, and seeing Josiah play, seeing JJ play, I mean, it's, it's a proud thing to watch, but coaching is that, you know, you, you both get to feel that because you both had an experience in coaching them as they were younger, and now both of y'all have kind of taken that back seat um, yeah, and, and being, being dad, dad. And yeah. just being dad yeah. and being proud of being yeah. just dad. Like, man, that's my son out there making yeah. those moves, making those and, plays. And, and now and now we actually get to videotape. Right. Instead of, like, man, that was a great play, but nobody ever videotaped it nothing so mm -hmm. nobody else is gonna see it all i can do is tell you about it right. you know it, it is big and, and them two right there um but you know that those goes two on are a, best buddies that's that goes sure. on a lot mm -hmm. of things though like when you do when you do coach you know a lot of people like to throw out daddy ball um right and yep. you know that that is a thing that we've is, all experienced it that you know sometimes the coaches the coach thinks that like oh my my son is the best and like this is this and that and but there are times where legitimately the coach's son is the best and i'm not i'm not trying to play favorites and that my nephew is the best but jj has a natural a natural fucking talent and my brother has put a lot into that and JJ has literally I love the the game of baseball since age two where all of us can remember him 
literally citing the, the Yankees lineup and going out there and running bases and hitting the ball. And, I mean, when I say he ran my brother ragged with just going outside and playing baseball every day, I mean, this kid was literally living, breathing, eating, shitting baseball since he was two. And his he first was, word was baseball. Or ball. ball. It wasn't even... His first word was it ball. It wasn't mom, dad, I man. mean, it was ball. legit. Um... But so you know, you know what's cool about that though, and and David, you haven't you haven't chimed in here in a minute, but <laughs> one thing, and it's really off of experiences and stuff like that, and you've came out and watched AJ play, and you know, one one crazy thing to me is that dude at two years old. I don't know, Rock, you, if you remember this or not, um, David was so big into the military at that time mm-hmm. and he wanted to be like his uncle david yep he loved and uncle david he was all uncle day day is what he called him day day <laughs> he don't want nothing to do with yeah. me well now <laughs> he, uh, he don't want nothing to do with me either, man. so so he uh he would literally david bought him he we went straight to uh we were on one of the bases i, I think it was paris island and David bought him straight up fucking military grade kid size fucking oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. military was, suit. Uh, like this uh, dude was decked the fuck out. South Carolina. Uh, and he would wear that shit nonstop. I got a picture of that kid when he came up to uh, family day with us. And that man, you guys told me at the time, he... He's never attached to any other person mm-hmm. like he attached to me, and I have a picture of him on my shoulder just passed the fuck out. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and and that was so big because for me as a father and you as my brother, I, I felt like that was that moment, you know, like <laughs> that uncle moment. That's mm-hmm. that shit that you can't ever get back, the... the, yep. the no matter if he's going to say it or not, like like you just said, whether he's going to say it or not, in the back of his heart, I guarantee you that motherfucker is going, man, I love my Uncle David, man. I, I'd do anything for that dude. And, and, you know, again, it's just like with... The, the reason I brought that up, too, is... You, you asked me... Well, your wife kind of forced me... <laughs> uh, to try to help you. All right, sounds good. Right, yeah, yeah. Into coaching. So, into coaching, and I was like, man, I'm already too drunk. There ain't no way in hell I'm leaving this house right now. And she's like, you ain't drank that many. You know, you're you're good. Look at you. You're, you're fine. I said, uh, I got plenty of beer to drink though. That's the problem, you know. And I said, David, how about you just take JJ with you? You know, this is a fucking high school athlete, and and he, he can was, he can help out. I mean, and David, uh, David, JJ had a, a, a stipulation. Yeah. All right, I'll come help you, but I got a bag of baseballs that you're gonna throw to me when we're done. Yeah, I'll help yeah. you with these three and four years old, but <laughs> you're gonna throw me these damn baseballs. And he did great. He did a great job. He was the Best coach I could ever ask for. And he quit on me after one week. What the <laughs> hell? You never came and picked him up? I asked twice. And I said, he ain't coming. 
Well, then you should have called me and said, hey, I need JJ. No, he said he was going to a dinner the first week. All right. Second week, he said, nah, I'm sorry, I ain't coming. At least he was honest. Yeah, he yeah. straight up with At you. least he gave me the honesty. Like, damn, God, sorry, damn. Uncle Dan. I love you and all, but uh, no, it's, that, it's ain't good. that age group, you have to have patience with mm-hmm. the kids. And JJ ain't got patience. And, and, and that's that, true. I mean, teenagers, much. yeah, it's, it's, it's mm-hmm. hard for them to have that patience. Uh, parents, you have to have patience. <laughs> Your kid is not going to be a superstar at three, four, five years no. old. No, okay? you're you, not. You, you, you have to, to, you know, help the coach out, support the coach. You know, if you can come out and coach it, you don't ever have to. I, I never played baseball before, but I came out and helped out with the coaches. I was team dad and 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 advisor to, to just help out to be there because I wasn't in the bleachers, you know, screaming and trying to coach my son from the bleachers. A lot of parents do that, but but with that, um, you you actually helped me out, you know, a lot. Um, I, I went to you on a, a outside party kind of deal, you know, try to get some insight how you felt as a right. parent, you know, what you think of the team, and I've I, I've always done that and. Um, I know Rock is fucking burning up right now trying to ask a question. <laughs> so I'm going to let her. Don't forget no, no, no. That it question. wasn't a burning question. It was just an experience. Like, mm-hmm. just to relate to what Davey was saying. Um, me and my husband, Jesse, coached Vincent at 7 and 8. Um, and parents really, I mean, it's truly, like, we could say that in every type of different way is that parents really make the experience for these kids no right. matter what age group mm-hmm. but especially like in all the age seven, groups they all suck yeah they really do it's seven and eight though is kind of where they are letting those kids kind of experience baseball truly on their own right um and trying to figure out the rules of baseball and to me like you as a parent on that bleacher is going to dictate how your player is going to play on that field. If you're going to be um, better for a lack of words, like if you're going to be ratchet on that fucking bleachers, your fucking kid is going to act like that on the field. And that's completely not okay with me. Like me as a coach, I'm going to, if I had, you know, if it wasn't rec ball, if it was travel ball, I'm going to sit that player down because you're not going to sit here and act disrespectful to your blue like, yes, they're going to make stupid calls all the times. It's going to no. be it. But that's part of baseball. It's part on. of baseball. Blue, it says a call. It is what it is. Yeah, I was yeah, one yeah. disrespectful fucker to Blue when it hey, came to hey, some situations. Hey, I remember, I remember a time you got kicked out of the game. He sure the fuck out. did. And it was by it was by Jamie that everybody was cool with except me. Jamie and Smyrna, yes. Fuck that uh, guy. Uh, when we grew up, like you know, he's umpire. But he, like, he ended up bringing me like the week we're, later we're to the We're focusing on game. coaching, though. We're not focusing right, on right, being a yeah. player. As a player, we're gonna argue with the blue. As yeah. coaches, though, we kind of have to have gotta, that standard. We gotta keep our kids right. in. We gotta line. keep that standard. Yes, our kids need to respect yes. what the call is. Yada yada yada. Blah blah blah. But the parents need to follow that as well and support their coaches in what they dictate. If you don't support your coaches in the way that they coach, then you need to take you and your player on to something else. Jesse Jamie, is literally Jamie flailing all of his limbs to go ahead and interject. Go ahead. So, so 
with this though, D is the perfect person. Oh, actually, Rock and, and Jesse, both of you guys came to Florida. What, what, what is it? Destin? Is it? De yeah. Destin. Was it Destin? No, it no, was Gulf Shores, 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 which is Shores. Alabama, yeah. whatever. Oh, yeah. It's way the fuck down there. Yeah. That's Florida. <laughs> and we ended up um, winning a fucking World Series. And I still, as a coach, got criticized. You always will be. I, and no I, 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 I'm okay with it, though. No, you aren't. I mean... No, you don't okay. about it now. I don't, I don't like it. I won, but goddamn. But yeah, but exactly. We, we won by parents. It's yeah, always parents. It's always parents. So I, I, we won. I, I can't say I won a World Series. I, I did a great job coaching these motherfuckers to win a World Series. Because some players had to sit. Yeah, exactly. That's how it happens every time. That was and our 13 U team. If we didn't sit those players, would we have won the World Series? Right. Um, that was no. probably our best season that we had, that 13 U season. Well, and we lost three players after that season. Go, going going back to the else. young kids, my four-year-old at the time, we were in the absolute series fucking... The war, I don't I don't know what the fuck you call it at that age, but they were in a fucking tournament at in their the time. Championship? They were at a championship the game. But my kid's been doing the same shit fucking the whole goddamn time we've been playing, but they pulled him out of the game in it's fucking fall ball, so it's cold ass weather. But they pulled him out of the game and sat him on the bench and sat him there the whole time. And then they told me, Hey, by the way, we're gonna play a game on Saturday, but it's gonna be about three games. I'm not about to bring my kid at four years old to sit on a bench for three fucking right. games. I don't blame me. He's four. For you to fucking bench him the whole eight, goddamn I'd be like, time. Yeah, you need to bring him. Absolutely. That's so Freddy. fucked up thing is. Freddy on his. You bet his ass for three games. No. I'll put you in the face right now. I will put you in the face. There, there was a time. Uh, eight you. At AU, yeah, I said JJ, yes. Yeah. JJ, I said yes. At four years old, though, that's a whole big wait a difference. Minute, wait a minute, man. Wait a minute. I, I, I don't think it is. I, I mean, it is because now at AU, I gotta say the kid's fucking heart is into it. Okay, hold up, hold up, hold up. Pause. No, we're not pausing this one because JJ literally played the the pool play games and all this shit. That's what I'm and saying. And when it came down to the fucking championship game, JJ sat the entire game. He sat on mm. the bench. Okay, hold up. And I lost my shit. Hold up. I can understand that. No, Your you kid can't. has been dedicated. He's been in the sport. He's played many positions. Yes. Mm. They put JJ in the outfield. He okay. said played many positions. I'm he saying has that age. Positions. Since yeah. he's been playing to that age, he's right. played many positions. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, right. so this is Cole's first year. He's played two positions at a fucking T-ball team and, age. And it's really no positions, really. With Hang that, on, at that wait. Age group. Let's get better about it. <laughs> he's had two positions at T-ball for you to actually get this kid to actually want to try. He's played catcher, he's played outfield, and that's it. Even including all games, all scrimmage games, all practice. This is, is this what coming you put back him to at. coaching? Yeah. 
As a coach, you should have put him in, at least in scrimmage games, you should have put him in pitcher's mound or at least first, third, second base shortstop. I mean, goddamn, give the kid a chance to appreciate the game. Oh, that wasn't the team field, you were coaching. No, 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 no. This ain't the team was was team right. team. Yeah. yeah. So, in Cole's team, in scrimmage games at least is my point, put him oh, in yeah. a position where he could have tried and actually, oh, shit, the ball's coming to me. What do I do? Yeah. In outfield, kids ain't hitting that far. It ain't fucking happening. So that that was my point of Cole got shafted. You didn't even let him try to appreciate the game of baseball. Well, that's, that's what I was saying uh, uh, with JJ was – JJ played for a coach. In regular season, he was the shortstop. He made the all-star team, and he got put in outfield. Well, JJ wasn't big enough, strong enough, whatever. And this very first tournament of the fucking season, he plays all these games, and then he comes to the championship game, he sat the bench the entire time. And I walked down there, I said, Jay, just... Give me your bag. Go accept this trophy. And we're getting the fuck out of here. Like, that's the way I am. And the coach had the nerve to say, JJ, you're the reason we got here. Well, how the fuck is, I, how am I the reason we got here? And I'm bad. And I so never got to play. Like, didn't get to hit, didn't get to throw, didn't do nothing. Well, that's my point. I'm so, right after that, right? Hang on. Right after that, I fucking... We we didn't stay for the team meeting and all that shit afterwards. I was like, nah, I'm out of here. Because I'm going to have some shit to say, so we're just going to leave. It's best <laughs> we just leave. We came to practice that next week. You know, right after the tournament, two days later, we came to practice. But I wasn't going to stay for that team meeting after the game. And they ended up sending an assistant coach over to kind of smooth things over. And I told that coach, I said, man, my son is better than multiple kids on this fucking team. Why is he sitting on the bench? Like, to be honest, like, I really don't get it. Well, right after that, Coach D, you, you can vouch for this. You know, right after that, they started putting J.J. in left field now where the ball was going to be hit predominantly. Mm-hmm. as pulling the ball because it's coach pitch. And every time the ball's hit, now all the coaches and parents are going, money. Yeah. As soon as you hit the ball over there, that's somebody just catching it. Every single time. We watched him one day, D, we played a team that was killing the ball. Every time they, they hit the ball, uh, it was like nine outs in a row. He three straight innings. This dude just caught the ball. Done. Innings over. And this is what D's talking about as far as the drinks. The Man, we, we ended up being a family for real. And... I still love every single one of the parents, the players. I still keep up with them. I try to as much as I can watch them play. Um, I follow them on, on Facebook or Instagram to keep up with the kid and and the family, the mom and the dad. But um, 
you know, this this right here, this 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 conversation can hit some heartstrings, you know, goes a lot of different ways. Um I I, I know we went way over time on this one. We we extended it out. Um but overall I think this one right here is a good one. Um and and not everybody's made to be a coach and not every parent is I was is, a good coach, bitch. <laughs> Not every parent is able to accept the fucking fact that they're not out there on the field when Correct. they get the same opportunity. And not every parent so, is able to accept the fact that their kid is not cut out right. for a starting position. So, here we go. Let's go ahead and cheers, cheers it up. All right. Good talk. Good talk. Good talk. Good talk.